All right, so real quick. So, dude, 93-year-old woman comes up to me, and she Did had she tell a, you that? Uh, I know that she's 93. Oh, nice. Um, and it's like a friend. It's somehow a, a friend. <laughs> Hi, I'm 93. Of, of How situation. are you? <laughs> but she had a funny line. She goes, she goes, oh, that tattoo. She goes, is that how tall you were when you got your first tattoo? <laughs> 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 I have this line here. I'm like, that's really uh, clever. Uh, Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know <laughs> where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Guys, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio Gallerati, Francis Ellis, Ryan Lynch, Chris Queso. Oh. Chris Caso. Thank you. Sorry. Mm, yeah. In my head, I was like, don't say Chris's last name wrong, and then I said it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I literally, Chris Caso. Sorry. Um, here we are doing the thing. How are you, Francis? Oh, buddy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, B. Oh, boy. B-Y-O-B. I'm, I'm good. Um, you know, I am I'm solid. Uh trying to think sierra's doing well she's uh oh, seems to be beaten back awesome the dreaded lyme disease good Hell taking yeah. a stand against lyme taking a stand good for her that's yeah great. that's great to she hear she said no more no more lyme here so that's <laughs> nice been try. that's been really nice good. to see that good and for uh yeah appreciate Positive. everyone asking about her and i also got a lot of uh advice about god Really? After the last episode. <laughs> That's great. Um, and some of it was really nice, and some of it was a little heavy-handed. Mm. And I want you all to be gentle with me. <laughs> Dude, I received some on the street last night from a woman. Oh. Uh, she goes, she goes. I hear, rah, rah, rah. I turn around, she goes, you better find God if you want to make it. And I was like, all right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's a warning. Thank you. Um, feels like a warning there. Dude, I so I had this wedding in California. Mm. Um, it was great. I love going to California because once I arrive, the three-hour time difference just turns me into this dynamic morning person. <laughs> <laughs> and I never shake it off. Like, I've gone to LA for four months and woke up at 7 a.m. the entire time. Wow. So, dude, and like... The amount that I could get done before 10 a.m. was just completely shocking. Yeah. Uh, it's such a nice feeling. And it's nice to feel like you live for the day. Like, I don't even want to go out and drink because I'm looking forward to the spending time in the sun. Yeah. And doing nice stuff. You know? Hell yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It makes it easier. It was a really fun wedding. Like, the rehearsal dinner happened at like on the Coachella grounds. Wait is- a minute. Wait a second. Was did you, it? Did you know someone there? Was it that cool outdoor... Uh, indoor outdoor bar place. No, it was right just, there. May, yeah, actually. I went yes. to a yes rehearsal dinner on the Coachella grounds. So it's probably the same. It's like a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got TVs behind the bar. I believe so. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, yeah that's dude. where we went. Pretty cool. Wow. That's cool. Wow. Look at us. It was sweet. Also, um, wait. This I'll cut this. This is a quick aside. My was the guy who got married. Was he? Is he in? Uh, med school? No, he's yeah residency. Yeah, yeah. My, my my best friend is like friends with him. He works what? with him. Yeah, no way. Yeah, no, you can keep that in. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. That's cool. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, yeah. dude, weddings are great because it's like this perfect ecosystem of things to happen that would never happen otherwise. Mm. You're hanging out with people. That, you know what I mean? It's almost like it's not a coincidence that in shows. Most of the like pivotal moments at the show happen at an event because mm-hmm. there's no other way to bring all the characters together. Right. It'll be a wedding or a whatever. You know what I mean? Like right. succession. Like it's always some event where they're all whatever. So yeah. it's funny to see how things unfold. We sat. I sat across from a guy who was pretty blasted. Uh, nice. He was kind of like, you ever see Sleeping Beauty? I don't know if this is too niche of a reference, but like there's this guy who plays the fiddle who hangs out with the 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 father of the prince and the princess and he just gets bombed the whole t- the whole movie okay and he, he ends up drinking uh, drinking wine out of the fiddle okay uh, and he's kind of just standing there going <laughs> his face is like that and this guy was doing that so like i'd look over and he'd just be standing under the heat lamp doing this and at one point so we were sitting perpendicular like i'm at the end of the table he's on the other end or not on the other end like on the other corner and he's extending his legs through my space oh gosh 
Uh, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? And I, it's funny, I told Hillary's dad this, and he goes, make sure you don't tell Lance that. <laughs> <laughs> that would really freak him out, knowing about the leg room being Would you like him. to check your legs? <laughs> you sure you don't want to check those legs? But dude, speaking of endurance, this is like 8.30. This guy's toast. I'm like, all right, there's no shot. This guy makes it into the night. So then there's like an after party after the, sh- after the wedding, and you know, a few hours later or whatever. It wasn't like three in the morning. It was like midnight. And I'm like, there's no way that guy... And there he is, dude, <laughs> going strong. Wow. They're doing the limbo. He's like, I'm doing it. He attempts to hit it, falls. Just for, I'm like, dude, this guy's a legend. Dude. So he maintained? I guess. He wasn't better or worse at that point? He was still fucking swaying. Wow. Like, wow. That's insane. That's impressive. Dude, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, I was told recently that it's possible for people who black out when they drink, uh, that the more often you do it, the quicker you do. That certain people get to a point where you can have just two or yeah. three drinks and you're, you're you black out. Yeah, that's like true alcoholism. Like I've yeah. no, like one sip gets you blasted, type of thing. Wow. Not you know what I mean though. That's crazy. I've known people like that. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up, dude. Mm. Um, but anyway, this is funny. There was this like younger guy there who's really funny, and he was real. He was he was trying to find a cigarette, and he's like, God, do you, dude? Is there anything better? Is there anything better? Picture this. It's 10 p.m. There you are, standing right outside of Mineta Tavern. You're standing there. <laughs> you Mineta Tavern? Some, <laughs> some guy comes up to you with a fresh cigarette, fresh Bic. You're living. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's really specific. Yeah, that is really specific. Glad. So cut to 20 minutes later. I see him in the corner. He's like, dude. He, he and he shows me he has a jewel. He goes, I paid the sound guy twenty bucks for his jewel. He's like, he's just ripping the jewel. And it is funny because back in the day you could easily bum a cigarette, but now like nobody smokes cigarettes anymore. Yeah, so it's like much harder to do. So it's interesting to see this. I fucking- thought that they were coming back. I was reading articles that said that they were coming back in a big way. That may be true, and I know you were in Austin and everybody's smoking, but like there was nobody smoking cigs at this wedding. Got it. Pretty big wedding, no cigarettes being smoked. Sure, sure. Um, Do you ever feel self-conscious in a sen- setting like that, let's say, that, that the people would see you smoking a cigarette? Probably. Yeah. Back in the day, no, but at this point, it would be not great. So you wouldn't do it? No. Yeah. Um, but like, it's different now. Like I just haven't smoked for a while and mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Um, do you still crave them? No, mm. no. Do you still, still think it's cool? I don't know that I ever did necessarily. Oh. It wasn't about I'm being cool. It was like, I'm addicted to cigarettes. So I want one. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how they get you. Classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, seriously. Like the most Classic. Um, but dude, one thing is funny about when you're a comedian and you're out in the wild, people know you're a comedian. It's, it's amazing how that can affect people with the things that they just think that they can say to you. Uh. <laughs> like some guy comes up to me. He's, I was like dancing, whatever, just minding my own business. He's like, he goes, I, I see, I see, he goes, Oh, you're, you, I see what you're trying to do, but just want you to know it's not working. Like what you're doing right there is not working. It's not working. Doesn't look good. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you sure that was because he knew you were a comedian? I think so, dude. And I'll tell you why. Because then I didn't react. I was like, <laughs> and I just like looked away. And he comes up He comes up to me and Hill Dog later. And he's like, I think your husband got a little upset at my joke. I don't think he got the joke. And I was like, oh, you know what's funny? That's the thing about jokes is that the audience gets to decide if it's funny. You said that? Oh, yeah. oh sassy You said boy. that? Yeah. Woo! Wow. <laughs> he was like, I wanted to die in that moment. You did or? No, she did. Yeah, she but don't did. fuck that guy, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, like, you can't, that's, it's crazy to oh, just come yeah. up to somebody and be like, dancing is like an embarrassing thing to begin with, dude. I'm like trying to have fun and some guys <laughs> telling me I suck at dancing. What, are you, what the fuck's wrong with you? What is wrong with you, dude? You know what I mean? I'm sure he didn't mean it. You know what I mean? Like one of those things. And later he came up to me and he tried to make it better. He said something annoying to make it better, but it was less annoying than what he had done. So I accepted it. He goes, listen, man. He goes, I grew up around comedians. So, you know, we used to. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, (laughs) And then he's like, he's like, just do me a favor. He's like, don't take it. He's like, don't take it too seriously. Try to enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean this guy sucks. <laughs> this guy's really bad. He's a bad dude. Bad guy. He had a bad showing for sure. Bad hombre. Willing to let it go, but like you can't, dude. If you want to come into the lion's den, bro, and start throwing zingers, like you better be ready. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, have you been, have you been watching Succession? No. I haven't I seen anything. it yet, so I don't, don't, so don't get, please don't give anything away. But yeah, dude. Like, I know. I'm excited. If you're going to rip on people, you got to be able to like accept that they might not like it. Yes. I'm supposed to think it's funny to make fun of me because I'm a comedian. How does that make sense? I think the problem is this guy probably thinks, oh, that guy's a comedian who makes fun of people for a living. Right. He right. should be able to take it. Right. You I, know? Yeah. And maybe the guy was just drunk. I'm, I'm sure he's an all right guy. I don't really know. And it's you like, know? well, dude, we're not coming to people's weddings with a microphone and being like, you know, roasting we're, people. We're not doing that. It's people who are at the show and, you know, typically. I only give people a hard time if they appear willing or they are willing to receive it. Mm-hmm. I feel them out a little bit first. Yeah. Um, although I did say that a guy looked very barbaric at my show <laughs> because he, he was, I don't know, his head was crazy shape and I just thought he looked like a Viking. How did he take it? He was good, a good sport about it. And then his friends DM'd me and were like, "We've been, I'm so glad you said that." (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've all been thinking it. Yeah, something like that. But (laughs) I am, uh, uh, I am so amazed and impressed that you said what you said. That is so. That is a grounds for escalation. Yeah, I mean, dude, listen, bro, come on. I can see I that offended. like turning into the YouTube, you know, arm like wrestling around and then stumbling into the cake. <laughs> it was a simple- <laughs> I can see that, you know, the the champagne tower exploding. <laughs> never, never. You know? It's just the stakes were too high. I could never let it escalate to that. But bro, like, you know, you can't just come up to somebody and be rude and like expect them to be like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about me, dude. Like people <laughs> love to come tell like people a lot of people were telling me stuff at the wedding. And I think that I don't know if it, what else were they telling me. I don't know if it's like my face or like what it is about me that makes people think that they can just t- tell me shit. It may be because you are an outsider because you're a comedian. But now they okay, maybe that. Do you know maybe, what I mean? Yeah, maybe like they think this guy doesn't doesn't see the world the same way. He's not I can tell in him banking stuff. or medicine the way that all of us are. This guy is a, a cool cat. He's yeah. right. You know, I, someone I can put my faith in, my trust in. Yeah. Dude, like maybe like this guy comes over to me. He's talking to me. He's like, you see that guy over there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you should have seen his sister 30 years ago. She was hot. He goes, she's still hot. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you telling me this? Like another guy was explaining to me how like, uh, you know, back in the day, it was difficult to find pictures of naked women because because the country was conservative. And so that if you were to happen to come across one, you savored it and you kept it. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what? Like, what? <laughs> what? Dude, just like oh, people just dumping this like crazy shit on me. I'm like, I like that. That's I, more interesting I, than no, the conversations is. I often have at weddings. It's not bad. You know what I mean? I'm, I just sometimes wonder. I'm like, why? Like, why? You know? I'm like, Yo, you've always given me... Uh, Safe space vibes. Yeah, I've, I, you're, you seem like a very trustworthy, discreet person. Yeah, I confide in you about things that mm-hmm. I'm, I and, and that I would not in others. And I think I don't know. I think some people can sense that, or they they do that quickly. And a lot of the time, people get that wrong, which mm-hmm. is what gets people in trouble. But uh, with you, I think you are. You're. It's not even so much that you honor secrets. It's just that. They don't matter as much to you. You don't feel the need to pass them on. Maybe mm. I'm maybe Th- I'm guessing here. That's potentially true. Also, yeah. so maybe they're summing me up. Well. Which is cool. That's cool. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh man. Uh, but I can't say that I would have been able to say what you said in that situation. Mm. And you know me. I I I get in trouble. And you <laughs> you commend me. You commend me for saying things or doing things yeah. that other people wouldn't do in certain situations. But I would not have had the gumption or the gall or p- perhaps even the timing to say, "Well, that's the thing about jokes. <laughs> it's up to the audience to decide if they're funny or not." <laughs> that's like a, a something that would be written in a TV show. <laughs> Where you'd say, well, that dialogue was unrealistic. Uh-huh. People don't talk like that, but it's you did. It's too sharp. You like that? It's yeah. too sharp. Give it to them. That's pretty good. And, and oh, man, I'm trying to think of what I would have done. I'm trying to think. I, I might have said something like another. This is probably how I would have handled it. I might have said something like, 
because th- that was the second offensive thing he said to you, right? No, he said one offensive thing, and then he he tried to smooth it over by being like, "I don't think he liked the joke." To right, Hil- to Hildog. and he was even more. And I, no, he wasn't. That wasn't more offensive. That was just like a bad attempt to squash it. But he said, "He said he you didn't. didn't my boy, your boyfriend he, didn't like my joke." He said that to Hillary he, while I was standing right there. He goes, I, "He goes, I don't think he liked my joke very much. I don't know if he. I don't think he got it." Yeah, that's fucking. That's worse, dude. <laughs> to me, it wasn't. But that's I hear you. Condescending. And it's him doubling down. He's trying to save face. He's not saying, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, or I got that joke wrong. I was trying to make a joke, and I, I missed the mark. Yeah, yeah. He's saying, it's your fault. Yeah. You yeah. didn't get it. You didn't get it? Oh, I got Bro, it. I got it. <laughs> it just sucked. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. It made me feel really bad. I was having a good so time. So that's what I would have done. Yeah. I would have been like, after he said the second thing, I would have said, "Listen, man, I'm 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 sorry, but I'm just trying to have a good time with my wife, my girlfriend. If you could just let us be, that would be." <laughs> and that would have crushed him. Yeah, yeah. Because then I like that. I like That's that. I'm good. feigning uh, hurt. Yeah. I'm feigning victimhood, and you get people on your side too. Yeah, yeah. And and there's some. I've had this happen to me before. You're good at that. Where you're in a social situation, you do with trolls too. Yeah, I'm just if, doing my job. If you can, right? <laughs> if you can show that one person in that exchange is acting crazy, mm-hmm. and amplify the absurdity of their move by being hyper normal in your in your response mm-hmm. everyone is on your side right one time i was <laughs> i went up to uh upstate new york i'm talking syracuse area for my buddy's my buddy's younger sister had a graduation from high school party and we were juniors in college it was the summer we were both interning in New York, and I drove with him all the way up there. One, Syracuse? Yeah. Ooh, Saturday morning. Yeah, we Ooh. drove all the way up. It was a long drive. <laughs> um, and we drove up, and uh, we got up there. This is one of my closest, closest friends. And we got up there, and it had a great weekend, but there was this guy. On Saturday, I think we we must have gone to a, a, a bar or something like that, and I was... I was with my buddy and it was he was in the car he was driving and i was sitting in the front seat and there were like what there was one guy in the back and this dude that we went to go pick up was some with two other guys or something comes out of this house and he like the windows are rolled down and he goes he said something like hop in the back sparky <laughs> or like you're like i'm taking the front you get in the back and i was like oh okay and I got out of the front seat. And this guy was like my age or maybe a year or two older. And I just got in the back and I didn't want to – I didn't know this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know the scene up here. I'll go sit in the back. Fine. We ride to the bar. Normal things. The next day, he starts targeting me. Was he fine at the bar the night before? Um, I can't really remember. But I certainly had the impression – Right off the bat, that he had singled me out as someone he didn't he like. He was coming. He was coming for you, and kind of <laughs> repeatedly doing like weird shots, being like this, you know, blah blah blah, joke, joke, joke. <laughs> this fucking loser, Francis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. And um, the next day, we were we there was the the party was really fun. You know, graduation party, parents and stuff, the people who were of age, they had a keg for us. We were drinking and having a good time. And they had a pool. And I was standing at the pool, uh, you know, like with my bathing suit, but I was wearing a shirt. And he came up behind me, pushed me into the pool. Brutal. And I I hadn't had that happen since I was a kid. And I wasn't like intending to jump in at that moment. Wow. And I came out of the water and I go, dude, what the fuck is your problem? And he goes, you got a lot to learn, Francis. That's what he said to me. What the fuck? I got out of the pool, and then I told my buddy. And I was like, dude, this guy has has just chosen hatred. And I have done nothing. Not a thing. And he hates me. And now now I'm not really sure what's going on because he's pushing me into pools. And uh, I think someone spoke to him. And he, like, maybe he settled down a little. I don't really know. But I, I, it was kind of like that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
someone is coming after me. Maybe they think they're joking, but there's there's probably something behind it. Yeah, that dude, that yeah, that vibe needs to be yeah. nixed immediately. It reminds me of the guy you were talking about who gets drunk and picks on your guy's friend. The, the story you told in Italy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. similar. Yeah, that vibe. there's some kind, there's something behind it. Yeah, dude, it sucks. Well, um, but whatever. Yeah, but to to sort of, I wanted to say something about. Uh, yeah, the, the fact that he said that at that wedding, I don't know. I don't really know why yeah. he would have done that. Yeah, it's fine. Like I, I accepted his sort of apology. It's, it's all good. I'll probably see him again. Well, folks, I'm thirsty and I'm anxious. So lucky for me, my old trusty friend, Mr. H-A-N-G-O-B-I, drink one down and you'll feel fine. Hang OB, guys. Absolutely delicious for recovery. Our favorite premium recovery beverage. This is the Calm, which features some gentle melatonin, some chamomile, elderberry, tart cherry, all the good stuff to soothe that aching soul after a long day of dodging traffic and screaming at people in the crowded streets of whatever city you live in. If you're tired of hearing about global warming or a pending recession, or maybe the fact that your cholesterol is soaring. Try Hangobi. Trust me, guys. It'll soothe the spirits. Mm. Just one sip, and all my worries float away. Mm. I feel gay, and not in the homosexual way. The happy way, like they used to mean in songs. Ah, do I love this beverage. Wow, oh, wow. Adaptogens, amino acids, antioxidants, B vitamins, lightly carbonated, plant-based. Guys, they're in over 4 billion stores. So you can actually go get your Hangobis right now, either in stores or at hangobi.com. That's H-A-N-G-O-B-I. Go right, go there now and buy, buy, buy. Uh, use promo code OOPSIMHUNG. <laughs> no apostrophe. OOPSIMHUNG. And you will get 30% off. Holy smokes, what a discount. Hangobi.com, promo code, oops, I'm hung. This is what I remembered. Because I, this happens to you. We, we, we feel sometimes like we don't get treated with respect, mm-hmm. especially because of our career. Mm-hmm. In our broader uh. circle, our social circle, the fact that we socialize with people who are not in comedy, uh, and people who do, let's say, more traditional careers, right, and make really good money, and then they 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 will refer to us in in ways that we find condescending. Mm-hmm. And this happened, yeah, I knew this in a flagrant gone. way with me. Yeah, I sent this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this the? Was there more to it? Well, no, but I wanted to discuss it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I no, was, I'm only asking because I wasn't sure if like that trend continued. No, not really. Um, That's good. But, you know, so we're, uh, I'm doing my shows in Texas and, you know, headlining, doing a full hour at every show. The shows are sold really, really well. Raucous crowds, really great. And a buddy of mine uh, texts me a screenshot of a conversation that he's having with one of his friends that I don't know. And that guy had said, hey, do you know Francis Ellis, the comedian? And my buddy was like, yeah, great dude. Uh, and the guy goes, we're going to see his show tonight um, for this bachelor party that he was on. And if there's any chance he can roast the groom. Which, by the way, really quick, I get that a lot too. Someone will be like, hey, it's my birthday. Or like, I'm coming to, we're coming to your show tonight. We're a friend's birthday or a bachelor bed party. Any chance you can roast the groom or the bride? No. We can't. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it's that's not part of the act. It would be weird if all of a sudden I was like, "Well, anyway, that's the truth about vanilla yogurt." <laughs> By the way, how about Nancy, that little <laughs> bitch? Well, yeah. Have you lost the wedding weight yet, you bad girl? I don't know. All right, back to the act. Like it would make no sense to the broader collection of people there. Nancy, or should I say, ninth grade Nancy? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yeah. inside jokes that no yeah. one understands. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I can't throw a cameo into the middle of my set. Yeah, it just totally. would make be very disjointed. Hundred percent. Um. 
but anyway the the guy i so i said yeah i'll I'll happily connect with this guy and have them come say hi in the green room uh after the show and he goes great so then i the guy texts me on the side and he's like hey dude uh that's really really nice of you by the way yeah i liked the guy i liked the guy who was connecting us a lot okay and that was the strength upon which i felt happy to anyone he was advocating i would Mm -hmm. i would open the door to and um he he was like oh we're really excited you know it's like six of us we're in town for this thing and uh really excited i he goes i only know you from fox news like smiley face so i'm really excited to see how this comedy attempt is going oh my god those were the words he used that's annoying comedy attempt that's annoying i'm 11 years into this (laughs) career this is my career i can furnish him with tax documents <laughs> you know, I, I could create charts and graphs showing my growth as a comedian. I could prove that there is no other, nothing else that I'm doing. And, and to think of it this many years in as an attempt. Yeah, that's annoying. I, I laughed to myself and instantly thought of you. Yeah, you sent me a screenshot. Because uh, luckily... I am able to sort of shake this off like, you know, because I've I've been beaten down a lot in this attempt of a career. Mm-hmm. I have been. I've been fired. I've been ridiculed. I've had major setbacks. So at this point, I, I've kind of conceptualized it in a very black and white way, which is to say each year I hope to make more money than the last and be better from a material standpoint than I was the year before and continue to enjoy what I'm doing and that's all that really matters to me. Uh, it's it's gotten kind of X's and O's. Mm. It's very binary at this point. And whether or not my broader social circle of non-comedy friends finally accepts or validates what I'm doing as an actual career doesn't really matter to me anymore. In Agreed. fact, Agreed. even even being accepted by my comedy friends and respected it still matters but matters a lot less. Same. Matters a lot less to yeah, me. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, and those things used to matter so much to me. They mattered so much. Whenever I would hear someone be like, yeah, this guy, he's kind of like, he kind of does comedy. He's like doing this comedy thing. Any of that would hurt me. It would hurt me. Um, especially once I had really kind of burned the ships back to any more regular life. I'd stopped indicating that I had any thought of doing anything else to be to be have your career w- with you present referred to as a thing mm. or some hobby or you know we'll, we're kind of waiting inferring perhaps that maybe we're waiting till he wakes up and does something a little more realistic um, is such a write off of any progress that you've made and it bothered me but it doesn't anymore so. I purposely make sure that I don't get defensive because if I get defensive, it proves that it does bother me. So if someone's like, maybe we'll see you on TV someday, I don't even say, you can. I go, yeah, maybe. Not good. Good. Fuck that guy. And I I love that you do get a little bit uh, razzled by this. And as as I yeah I hate it a hundred percent and sometimes you'll send me messages oh, yeah. about like yo fuck this guy right <laughs> and uh, I'm not saying I'm above it at all I, this thing this thing you know it did it was a pebble in my shoe mm-hmm. um, but the point <laughs> you learn you know and and we've all learned is that like you're not going to win everybody over because the the fundamental truth is that even if we were to sell out Madison Square Garden and have you know a, a seven season running sitcom based around an eponymous sitcom like Seinfeld obviously this is an exaggeration but there might still be even at that point the rare person who might come up and be like yo how's that comedy thing going yeah totally it's like I don't know did you see my name on the Madison Square Garden marquee dude I just that's sold 36,000 tickets I need to ask 
the next time I like interact with a huge comic, I need to ask them if some people sh- still do it. I'm sure it still happens. So you're not, you're never going to escape it. More importantly, I know that even if you do reach the undeniable height of nobody could think that it is a thing or an attempt anymore, they're not going to come to you and give you that. Yeah. There isn't a line of apologists yeah. waiting to shake your hand and say, boy, I was wrong about you. And it's funny, too, dude. Like the, the people who don't give you the time of day, typically I find that that sort of personality is actually just as annoying when they eventually do give you the time of day, just in a completely different way. Interesting. Which is to say, as you say, that somebody who sucks sucks no matter what. Right. <laughs> Whether they think you're cool or not, they suck. Right. It's nothing's going to change that. Yeah. So. And there's so many s- sort of uh, balms or, or salves that you can poultice yourself with to, <laughs> to try to soothe the hurt of that sting. It could be that you say, well, that's his own insecurity. Maybe he's unhappy with his job. And I used to try to do that, but it only got me halfway there. It only got me halfway there to think, less of the person insulting me as a way of not letting it hurt me as much. The The truth is, the only way that I've been able to come to any peace with people being horrible to me is to just be okay with myself. Yeah. That's as, yeah. as, as fundamentally kind of trite as, as that might sound. As cliche as that is, it is true. You know. We've, we all have to come from within. You know, let me, t- let me tell you one other thing that I have started telling myself, myself, and I don't even know how true this is. I don't know how true this is, but I've started repeating it as a mantra and it has helped. It is, I work for my wife. Is that helpful? That's helps. It helps a lot. It doesn't help me, dude. And granted you're married and I'm not. I, because I sometimes feel like I work for my girlfriend and I'm like, where did my autonomy go? But bro, <laughs> I'll be going out. I'll be going out. She'll be like, Oh, you're wearing that. And suddenly I'm like, feel the pressure to change. I've chosen my outfit. She's like, you're going to wear that. But you've also (laughs) admitted to me that she has the best taste in what you can wear on stage. It could be, that could be possible. But still, I don't like the encroachment upon Fair. my autonomy. I, I, I get that. And believe me, dude, I used to balk sure it's at for it. for the better. I balked at it a lot. Uh, it, it, but we, I do think that for your Netflix set um, on Pete Davidson and Friends, you looked fantastic. That outfit you were wearing was fucking cool. <laughs> I Thank you. And I like Hillary. Hillary does style me fairly well. But I still, whatever. I do think that sometimes... she's not she's not controlling in any way, but like right. her opinion is ultimately the one that matters the most. Yes, yes. So you feel beholden to right. their opinion. When I when I give you this, I, I work for my wife. What I mean is that when I collect my check from a weekend of headlining, the first person I text the amount to Oh really? Is my wife. Interesting. And I say I feel like I'm bring I, I quite literally feel like I'm bringing home the bacon. Look! That's look it. at look at what I just made for us. You know, look at look at what uh That's look fun. at look at how well I've done for our family. That's fun. Now we can buy Ruby the the premium dog food. That's really fun. We always bought her the premium dog food, but now it, you know we can buy the big bag. Or hey, look, <laughs> let's go on a vacation or whatever. Uh, and I luckily I also know that she doesn't expect that, and probably thinks that those messages are a little silly. But she plays along mm-hmm. and gives me my props, <laughs> and it makes me feel good. And once I oriented my mission more towards that, as opposed to this singular autonomous pursuit of my own goals for my own sake or for the approval of others, uh, yeah, it it became I became less vulnerable. Uh, yeah. to the slings Agreed. and arrows Agreed. of my detractors, and that's the beauty, dude, too about. Uh, this career in a way, if you can find, cause when you initially learn about it and want to do it, you have this big sort of macro idea of what the career looks like, right? You're going to get, you're going to be famous. You're going to be yeah. cool. You're going to be rich. Everyone's going to love you. Like that's, that's part of it, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also you're like, Oh, maybe I'm funny. I like to perform. I like attention, whatever the reasons are. Right. But as you do it, you learn more specifically about what it is that you want. I'll be honest. I can tell the people 
who have not yet found the specifics of what it is they like, mm. and they're still chasing that. Yeah. And those people tend to be like more unhappy in my You're talking my about opinion. comedians? Yeah. Yeah. When they're like, the goal is to be the quote greatest, but not like there's no sort of enjoyment other than the pursuit of that. I see people get worn down by it all That's the time. crazy. What a crazy, what a crazy goal. Because you have to carve it out. You don't specifically know what you like, right? Until you start doing it. Correct. And if you can find something that you actually are specifically passionate about, besides, oh, he's doing that. I'm going to do it bigger than him. Besides just like being competitive. Right. You know, it's really it can be toxic. I completely agree. You know, um, Ryan, were you going to say something? Okay. Sunny days, sunny days, call for Shady Rays, Shady Rays. Guys, we've been introduced to Shady Rays, and I'll tell you what, all those expensive, insane designer sunglasses that I used to think I had to wear to impress all the good folks out on the streets, threw them away, threw them right out, melted them down into junk, and tossed them in the recycling bin. Goodbye, so long. Don't need that. Shady Rays has me covered. These are sick sunglasses with incredible lenses that make the glare of the sun go away, and they look absolutely awesome. Everyone sees me, and they're like, dude, where'd you get those sunglasses? Were those 400 bucks? And I said, why don't you mind your own business, listen to the podcast, you'll hear this ad read, where you can learn that for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com, use code OOPS for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Guys, 50% off two or more pairs, that means you're getting two for the price of one. I don't know, I'm not a big math guy, but I am thinking a lot clearer thanks to my Shady Rays, which have made it so that I don't get these sun-induced headaches. You know me, I like to look at the sun all the time. <laughs> there's, there's my partner, Couple of look at, look at, <laughs> look at how good he looks, holy smokes. Man, you are tan. Where'd you come from? Looking straight at the sun? Probably were, thanks to those Shady Rays. <laughs> Holy smokes. Guys, go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code OOPS for 50% off two or more pairs. And you'll look just like G. <laughs> That's right. Dude, so can I t- mention something about this is about caring for the one you love? It reminds me, this isn't really a spoiler. Have you guys watched The Last of Us? I stopped no. after three episodes. Oh, do you, but you watched the third episode? The third episode is one of the best episodes of television. It's the best love story maybe yeah. ever told. The gay, the gay side story. It's the most. It's it's one of the most profound, beautiful love stories I've ever seen. I and wept on the dude, plane when I was watching, watching it. it. I was texting Hillary, being like, "I miss you so much." Yeah, like bro, it is just the most wonderfully romantic, like heartbreaking, beautiful thing. I wept, yeah. uh, and it's funny because I watched that show. I've watched in succession like three sort of Lord of the Flies-esque stories where like society has deteriorated mm-hmm. and how will humans behave in the wake of that. Triangle of Sadness. And then I watched the show Outlast, which is a reality show, yeah. which is cool, by the way. If uh, you're into survival stuff, it's, it kind of takes it a step further. And then I've been watching Last of Us. And dude, it's too much. I can't watch... <laughs> humans behave like animals i can only watch it so much until i start becoming like extremely cynical and depressed i I tried to watch (laughs) yellow jackets i don't know showtime it's about a the the premise is brilliant it's a girls soccer team young high school at at oldest yeah high school girls soccer team young young girls yeah who (laughs) they they get you know they're going to a tournament somewhere And they get into a plane crash oh, in the Jesus mountains, Christ. in the wilderness, in oh my like God. British Columbia or something. And then they have to kind of uh, survive, and they can't go, they can't get off the mountain. And I think it devolves into a total Lord of the Flies type situation, Weird. cannibalism, all that. Jesus, and I, I couldn't, I don't know. The, <laughs> Is it the, real? No, okay, no, God. it's God. it's a scripted show, <laughs> but it was you a little too. Ugh, I was really unrealistic and kind of stupid, and I kind of lost interest after a couple episodes. Were they bothered by a random man at the airport before they flew? Or? <laughs> hey. <laughs> mm. 
done. Well done. Hey, are you guys a soccer team? Well done. This fucking guy. Well done. And then I went and, you know, fucked with the wiring of their plane to make it crash. It'll <laughs> learn. Well done. They'll see. You don't tell me you're not a soccer yeah. team. You guys doing your little soccer thing? Yeah. Dude. Oh, my God. That reminds me of something. Have I told this story before about the plane crash in Yosemite? I, don't think so. I was watching this hiking documentary that like wasn't that good, but there's they tell this really <laughs> ridiculous story for a small piece of it. I'm like, how is this not the story and a movie? A plane, a drug plane crashed in oh. Yosemite, and like these hiking or these climbing bums were the first guys to stumble upon the plane crash. These guys who literally live on like a dollar a week, yeah. like they just live in the forest in tents, and they discovered this plane crash, and there was just tons of drugs in it. And they all became drug dealers and became rich. <laughs> really? Yes. That's real. Wow. They discovered the, the wreckage before any of the authorities were able to get there. And they took all the drugs and sold them and became rich. Oh my Hundreds of bales of Colombian weed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. With an old oh Russian sewing. God. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? That's cool. That is cool. I like that. I Dude, like that story. So I got a good. This would be funny. This would be a funny prank to put for either of us to play on each other. Mm-hmm. If we were at like we created an event and planted a bunch of people to come up to us and insult us about comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the comedy thing going? Oh, you man. up there doing your little thing? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm just funny. I'm being funny. You're like you know. I see what you're trying here. I got to be honest. It's not really working. Yeah. Combine yeah. the dancing and the comedy thing. Yeah, you pretty you pretty worried about Chat GPT? It's gonna take your whole job. You know, like success. See how long it takes one of us to snap. Whoever lasts longer wins the money or whatever. Boiling points. It's I wonder. I wonder how quickly we would catch on, if at all. Yeah, yeah. it'd be challenging. Oh, dude, it would be. I would. It would be funny to. I don't think either of us would be able to not noticeably react. Because we'd be being filmed. So, like, right. someone's like, your little comedy thing, I'd just be like, you, and all of a sudden you just see my face. I wouldn't be able to hide the disgust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'd be able to hide it enough that he didn't notice, but if you just saw a close up of my face, it would be blatantly obvious. Right, right, right. I micro pranked the bus driver at the wedding, by the way. Good micro prank. Uh, <laughs> I got him good, dude. Uh, you guys are going to like this. So, I'm, I, uh, as, as everyone's getting off the bus, the bus driver is reaching for the hands of the women. And and helping them down, and he's not doing it for the men. So as I get off the bus, I go, <laughs> <laughs> and he like didn't take my hand. He oh. thought I was like trying to give him a handshake. But uh. I just went. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that I, anytime I get on a boat, you know, they always do that. If there's like oh, a crew help, on yeah. the boat, they'll give you a hand and. Uh, I always want to be like, I grew up on the fucking water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need you to help me on the boat. There's a four-inch gap here. I'm good. Do you start dropping nautical terms to show them? You're like, oh, does Starbird have the yeah. refreshments? Yeah. <laughs> How many knots uh, are we going to be doing out here? Huh? What's the HP that yeah. that motor kicks off? Oh, Inboard you're or ex- outboard? <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude. Yeah. You're accelerating, huh? You're a real naughty boy. <laughs> yeah. mm. uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, I want to say though, you know, to follow up on this thought that I've had, which is, um, you know, so so Sierra and I really did kind of merge finances to a degree. I don't know if we've talked about that. We have like slightly. Uh, yeah, and it was definitely uh, sort of an adjustment for me that was just came out of nowhere. Um, where we kind of just fundamentally decided like, okay, well let's, we have a lot of common household expenses. Let's, we might, I was like, well, we might as well just get a communal credit card to, uh, to work for, and then we can use the, whatever benefits we kick off from that for holidays that we go on together, things like that. Have you gone, have you had a moment yet where you're like, honey, did you, did you buy something at Balenciaga on the shared expenses? Dude, (laughs) She's she's really disciplined about about it, but I it, I got her the Delta Reserve as well because it was only like one hundred and seventy five bucks more ten thousand mile bonus also yeah exactly solid and I was like by the way make sure you spend you know I think it was like two grand in the first three months <laughs> and she was like no problem <laughs> you're like fuck I'm like god damn I don't think I needed to say that <laughs> give me three days yeah 
It'll be done. Um, but you know, I can see it's interesting. Like on my Amex app, I can see the the her expenses and mine, and it says that it was spent on her card. Okay, so it delineates per 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 oh, the per user. That's nice. That's nice. Well, kinda. Well, yeah. Because I'm seeing it, and you know, she knows that this is like we're gonna make co- these are communal expenses for us. Um, and boy, oh boy, <laughs> you know, it's just like that things happen out of nowhere, and I'm trying to budget for what I think our the credit card bill is gonna be that month, and then all of a sudden there's Oof. like another eight hundred dollar charge that happens, and I'm like, holy shit, what was that? And it's it's taken me a while to sort of not ask almost every time what was this? Yeah. Because if I do that, then I am you're being controlling. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. I want her to feel completely at at liberty to buy things that she deems we necessary. Need. Um, but golly, man. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon dot com. Holy shit! What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Places like a, I don't even know. It's just crazy how how easily things are bought on yeah, there. A couple clicks. Yeah, just a couple clicks. And big expenses, things that they, you know. So this, um, this worries me about fatherhood. The idea that I will like be financially in the hole even if I buy nothing. The idea that you can buy nothing and still have a fat bill yeah, is really but stressful. Let me tell you what helped shift me towards a, 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 an acceptance. And that is I started shifting my thinking about why I was working and why I was making towards one of, well, the more money I make, the better you know, I can make my life. And the mm-hmm. more fun stuff and nonsense I can buy, I can buy a watch. I can buy mm. all the bullshit that I get swept up, up in. And I shifted it to the better our life can be mm. and the better, you know, That's I'm good. providing for our family. Yeah. And it's this kind of primitive, truly primitive hearkening back to, I don't know, I want to yeah. say like. Dude, too soon. I've been watching too much. I know, I know. <laughs> Animal instincts. I know. I know. And, and, and for the record, <laughs> you know, she, she, she contributes too. Like we, no, we there's a total like breakdown in, in fairness of, of what we can both contribute and all of that. So I'm not saying that it's like, I'm the man. I'm going to go out and bring home a buffalo carcass. And no, yeah, of course. She'll cook it up with She's whatever a career person. pots and pans she bought on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm saying that when I shifted towards this more primitive thinking of, of just saying that the money that I make is for our family, um, I, I started wanting to buy my own stuff less and it made it a lot easier for me to budget for our shared expenses and accept whatever it yeah. is that she thinks we need. Solid. And that was a really big, helpful thing. Yeah. So hopefully that, you know, these messages that we are, are offering have some home for the people listening. Well, dude, lo- like, does this ever happen to you? Like, sometimes I will be looking at my credit card statements. I also know whatever I owe for whatever. And I know that I'm going to have money to pay for it. I just don't have it yet. Mm-hmm. Like within the appropriate window too, within the, the billing cycle. Yeah. But like still it's stressful. Yeah. Even though just the fact that it's there is stressing me out despite the fact that I know I'm going to be able to pay it. I, I get it, dude. Yeah. Chasing, you know, yeah. chasing financially. It sucks to chase. It does suck. Uh, and yet for all these years, somehow it works out. Shout out to COVID. It was that was the only time I wasn't chasing. Nah, it. COVID was a time where I was like, wow, accumulation of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm chasing. Uh, I am chasing a hole that has not even emerged yet, but I know it's coming. Uh, our major, our major condo expenses oh, that are. That oh, are, I thought you were talking about a child. Well, that I mean that too. That too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that that is. Uh, it's very hard to prepare financially for that because i don't know i don't know what a crib costs yeah i don't know what co-pays we're gonna have for an obgyn i don't know what kind of uh uh fucking pacifiers and breast pumps and 
blankets and yeah. outfits and all that bullshit. I have no idea what the sum of all that cost will be. Totally. So it's very hard for me, not even knowing when that might happen, to be like, well, potentially 14 months from now. Yeah, we're going to keep it coming. I'm going to regret buying this bottle of wine, you yeah. know, or going out to this meal. You know, this will be the one that makes us buy the the less expensive uh, rocking chair, whatever the hell, you know, mobile. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Solid. appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's all I got. All right. So real quick. So, dude, 93 year old woman comes up to me and she Did had to tell you that uh, I know that she's 93. Oh, nice. Um, and it's like a friend. It's somehow a, a friend. Hi, I'm 93. How are you? <laughs> but she had a funny line. She goes, she goes, oh, that tattoo. She goes, is that how tall you were when you got your first tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> I have this line that's here. Cute. I'm like, that's uh, really clever. Uh, that's really good. Dude, she might have been the coolest 93 year old of all time, too, because she goes, you're a comedian. She goes, I watched this special that I really enjoyed. She's like, it was a great program. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, older yeah. person term. She's like, it's called Rothaniel. Oh, it's yeah. Gerard Carmichael's. Gerard Carmichael's. Which is like such, a, I would call it like a hip That's an indie kind of, you'd have to That's, know. You have to be like cool to yeah, know about that. Know. I was not expecting a 93-year-old woman to come up yeah. to me and talk to me about Rothaniel. So you never wow. know who's cool out there. That's hip. She's that is, cool. That's hip. Probably like her prosthetic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Man, and also you said she's one of the coolest 93-year-olds. I, I wonder how large that pool is. It's got to be small. How many 93-year-olds are there on Earth? Is it very, you know. You find that out. What? Yeah. There's a lot because of Japan, dude. Japan has tons of people who are older than 100, so I imagine they must have lots of 93-year-olds. Interesting. Too. Cool. Cool. Um, Good for them. Okay, facts with Ryan. Facts, facts with Ryan. Ryan. Facts with Ryan. All right, not enough time on the 90-year-old thing, so you're going to have to wait a week, everybody, right. on that. But we'll get it to you. Uh, <laughs> one fact today: Farmer's Dog is the number one rated dog food on the market. Farmer's Dog. Farmer's Dog. Yeah. Farmer's dog. Yeah, I don't Farmer's know if that's dog. what we give our, our pups. I'm not really sure what we do. I think we do like a Purina or something like that. And then one other sh- a show that I'd recommend. Have you guys watched You season four? No, I haven't watched it at all. No. Do you need to have watched one to like four? Yeah, it's a one big storyline that progresses. I can't recommend it enough. Every every time it comes out. I forget how much I love it. It's a lot of uh, psychotic manipulation. If you're into that drama, there's murder. There is torture, too. Mm. And uh, <laughs> and there's favorite. romance. It's really good. It's really good. I've been binging it the last week. Good. Awesome. Good, Ryan. Love to hear that. Where can we find you on the road, Francis? I'll be in Dallas, Plano, at the House of Comedy on April 14th, 15th, 16th, something like that, that weekend. Uh, you guys can get tickets at FrancisEllis.com. Uh, after that, we're in um, San Francisco with Old Sasquatch, then to Buffalo Helium, and then in Charlestown, West Virginia, to close out the tour at the Charlestown races. Also, that is with Old Sasquatch. FrancisEllis.com for tickets. Thanks. Awesome. And you? Um, Providence, Rhode Island, Comedy Connection, April 14th and 15th. Uh, and then also in April, have the 18th, uh, Helium Philly, 21st, Middletown, Connecticut, at Harbor Park, uh, 28th and 29th, Yonkers Comedy Club, notjulio.com for tickets. Thanks, guys.